Good morning and welcome back to the Live It Ever Now podcast. My name is Jake. And my name is Will. What are we talking about today? <laughs> yeah, we, were, we really went like straight into that. We usually warm up a little bit, but I figured, you know what? Let's just rip the bandaid off. <laughs> All right. Here we, um, we're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to start this conversation. Um, the, the, the episode is about practicing presence. And I think a lot of people have a lot of definitions for what that means for them. But I kind of wanted to get on the same page first about what we're going to talk about and what I mean by presence before I talk <laughs> about going further into it. Okay, so what do you mean by presence? So what I mean by presence is the lack of time traveling, the lack of sitting in your mind and going you know, in the future or in the past. You're completely here now. Why is that a desirable thing? Well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you asked. I swear we don't rehearse these conversations. <laughs> um, it's a desirable thing because research shows, but more than that, you can feel when you're completely absorbed in the moment of anything, you genuinely, my belief is that you're genuinely happier by by being completely here for a moment. So there's there's a lot of other benefits, but I my net reasoning is that it gets me closer to happiness and fulfillment. Okay, so presence is a tool to become more happy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, have you ever heard the phrase "stop and smell the roses"? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've well, heard that, that one. That's, that's what really started this for me. This whole conversation was smelling roses. Yeah, smelling roses. <laughs> okay. No, it started. It started this for me to appreciate the little things in life and that when you when you have to stop and smell roses for example you if you saw me on the street that's what that's what I was doing I was literally stopping and leaning over to smell roses um when I saw them but that that kind of triggered that slow down mindset and I'm no longer spending any other thought processes on what's happening in the future or what's already happened Okay. Like I think a lot of people would agree with me that being in the past in your mind is usually a bad thing. Like most people will say, "Let go of the past," that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But most people don't also confound or or relay that to the other side of the spectrum, which is don't plan. Like it's not not plan, but don't just be away from the now. If that makes sense, in the future tense. If that makes sense. Okay, I don't know if I agree with that because I think most people's anxiety is anxiety about the future. Yeah. And that's a pretty unpleasant feeling. So I think most people would agree that, you know, fixating on, on the future is worse than fixating on the present. Okay, okay. <laughs> Either way, we I think we can agree that past and future, uh, putting your mind in the past and the future versus the very moment that you're in at the moment yeah. is 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 a barrier to your own happiness. I haven't figured out how to talk about this in a way that actually makes sense. I know, I know. Because, like, you can't say don't think about the past because, like, the, you you have memories. Like, you, yeah. you are going to learn from your experiences and you don't want to, like, forget your past. So You don't want to not think about it. And the same thing for the future. You don't want to not plan for the future. Right, exactly. There's, there's, there's nuance to this conversation as there is with every conversation that I feel like we get into. There's gray areas to this life. Uh, what I'm specifically talking about today 
is when we are taking a moment to smell the roses, how we can, I think even in those moments, I can, when I'm being intentional about being present, I can still struggle to be present. And what I'm going to deliver today helps me to ground myself in the presence or in the present. Okay. So I'll go on a walk, for example, and say like, this is my time. I want to really enjoy and, and be very intentional about being present right now. And I will still struggle to like, I'll still have thoughts of the future. I'll still have thoughts of the past instead of just being here now. And I wanted to bring up sort of like a tool set of questions that help me ground myself in the the very moment that I'm in. Before we get into that, I have a question. Yeah, please. Do you think all thoughts are either in the past or the future or can you have a thought that's present? You know what? That's kind of a good question. I could be completely just kind of, I don't have any research to back up what I'm saying. I just, this is what I do. But what your question kind of undermines my entire argument because if, if having questions, which I might, that might not be a very present thing to do. I'm, I'm like willing to admit that. Then if having questions takes you away from being present, then what I'm about to suggest doesn't help you at all. (laughs) Well, I'm sure that there's like tricks and like things you can think that remind you to be present. Mm Mm-hmm. But I don't know what it means to have like a present thought. I I, I think other than like being aware of like yeah. something that's happening in the present, but that's not really a thought. That's like awareness. Yeah, and these questions really just try and get you there. Okay, they try and get you to awareness. So I'll take you kind of through my whole process. Where, but I think that's a great point, and I think that that's very fair. By the way, I just want to admit. I just want to say that first before we go any further. Okay. Okay. So I'll go on. A, I go on a walk every single day. Or most most days. I, I don't I don't think I can say every single day. There's definitely a day where I haven't done it. But <laughs> I go on a walk most days. And on that walk, it's it's right after work. And I it's it's a couple things for me. It's it's a signal that I'm done working. It's a chapter close of that chapter of the day and, and a nice signal to do the next thing. Um it's also time away from my screen, which I really appreciate. So I don't I don't usually bring headphones. Sometimes I do. Um, but I rarely bring headphones and I'm just trying to listen to things that are around me, uh, see colors that are coming up, um, take nice deep breaths and get a lot of oxygen in my brain. And I also do that kind of stomach control breathing where I'm opening up my stomach as I breathe in and then clenching it really hard and, and, uh, focusing on the inner layer wall of abs, um, as I, uh, breathe out. So, so that's just, these are all just kind of things I'm doing on this walk that are helping me really get the most out of it. I feel anyway, I get to the same spot every day. It's a loop. I get to the same spot every single day and, or every single time I walk rather. And on that spot, it's a bridge overlooking the river, water, stream, whatever that thing is. I don't know what the... I don't know what dif- to, to <laughs> differentiates all of them. It's a body of running water. <laughs> I don't know how big. And at that point is my like ultimate moment of, I, you know, this is where I am being the most intentional, most present. And the whole time I'm trying to be. But if I haven't done it well up until this point, this is my opportunity to really nail it. And I start with kind of uh, awareness questions. So... I'm looking at things like 
this is, these are the tips. <laughs> Where am I? What do I see? What colors do I notice? What does it smell like here? What does it sound like here? What does it taste like here? How, how does right now compare to the last time I was here? So that's that, that part I wasn't sure about uh, keeping, but um, all those other ones, like the sensory uh, input is really helpful for me to ground myself in right now and, and really just kind of looking around and tasting, smelling, feeling um, all the things around me and trying to not think about the future, trying not to think about the past. These things help me not think about the future, not think about the past. Okay. So that's the whole point of this conversation. <laughs> so it's just, you have to think about something that's not in the present or not in the future or the past. Yes. And an easy thing in the present moment is sensations. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's just something that helps me get a lot of fulfillment out of my day every day. And it's honestly one of the best parts of my day, most days. Um, so I just wanted to share that because I, I know it can be, I know even like we literally have a brand about trying to be more present called living every now. And we still struggle with being more present, right? Like obviously yeah, I, like all I the time. I'm definitely not present most of the time. I'm yeah, aware. exactly. And you know, that's, that's really where the brand comes from, at least for me is that it's a, it's, you know, it's a reminder to do this more often because I know I struggle with it, you know? So that kind of this this kind of tool set is really valuable for someone like me and and um yeah just this is what works for me yeah okay so, so i have a few questions please i know the bridge you're talking about and it's sometimes kind of like a busy bridge mm -hmm. like there's there's people walking past you do you get distracted like if someone walks past you with a dog or something or do you feel self-conscious that someone's going to like walk past you and notice you doing this weird breathing thing I think admittedly, sometimes they get a little bit distracted, but I rarely care. I rarely, rarely, I rarely get distracted. I rarely care what they think. Like okay. I'm usually just in my own moment and I'm okay with that. I wanted to say though, that these things you can do anywhere, these questions you can kind of ask anywhere in any setting and hopefully it will help you be more present. I just appreciate going outside to do these things because there's so much stimuli as far okay, as the yeah. sensory input. That was going to be my next question. Yeah. Is, do like, you find it easier to be present or whatever outside? A hundred and a hundred thousand percent. And so why is that? I don't know. I think I really love, I really connect with the sonics of nature. I really connect with, for example, the running water at that, at that stream or river, whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> um, I really, I really connect with that. And like, I hear the wind. I love to taste this, the, I try to, place what the taste is of the air right now. I don't now. know what the heck you're talking about with taste. No, I'm literally like, like I'm trying to like taste what? it. <laughs> I'm like, like you, you're just tasting the inside of your mouth. No, but sometimes the vocabulary isn't there. Like, like back home in Jacksonville, you can taste the salt in the air and that's a, it's a very distinct taste and you can taste the difference between the beach air and the marsh air. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's a very, it's a very distinct flavor <laughs> Man, i'm trying to i'm trying to place this flavor at this brook stream river thing <laughs> bridge <laughs> all right hey if that's if that's helping you i guess that's cool no it definitely does and um i think i think uh our noses our olfactory senses tend to play a large part of our taste senses and this doesn't have to go into a taste conversation but i mean 
So places where this is very visceral or it's like a coffee shop, you can smell the beans and you can smell it roasting and you can smell coffee being made. It's, it's a nice time. A bookstore is another nice place to engage in this practice for me. Um, public parks, I love. Um, on hikes, I like that too. That's another distinct taste, smell, sight mm-hmm. thing. But it, basically, any you can do this anywhere. And, and I aspire to be able to do it in a crowded room and be yeah. able to have this ultimate control. But right now, the, the best way for me to engage in this practice and practice practicing is in this kind of sensory overload environment where people are not the distraction. And It's weird that you think of it as sensory overload because I think of it as the opposite. Like you're taking away the stimulus of the computer, of the music. Oh, for sure. I, I, I guess... I guess I'm not thinking about it in that term, in those terms. I'm just kind of thinking about it like there's a lot of color here. There's a lot of... But there's a lot of color everywhere. That's true. Like you're just paying attention to it more. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I I think if you're seeking something like that out, it's it's not super hard to get into that mind space, but it's hard to bring that back into, mm. you know, a conversation with, with someone and trying to be present in a conversation or... Um, you're, you're doing your work throughout your day and like people are slacking you all the time and you're constantly getting distracted. Mm -hmm. Do you think it's possible to be like constantly present? Like you're doing your day job and you're just doing your work sitting there at your computer. Is is that a present moment for you? I have moments of it for sure. I have moments of extreme presence. Can can you, can you feel it? Like how, how distinct is it? I think when you're truly present, you don't really feel it. I think it's more about afterward. You're like, wow, I was very present for that, at least in my experience. Because hmm. I often just get into a deep work space or a flow state. And that's that's a pretty present moment for me. I'm not really thinking about anything else other than the work I'm doing at the moment. And that's pretty that's pretty joyous, regardless of how much I don't like the work. Okay. Yeah. And I think... I think there's a lot of different tools. I think the whole managing the workspace thing is a really important thing that we talked about kind of like digital environment design is, is very important for that as far as like taking presence into your craft. Um, another thing that really helps me be more present at work is taking a meeting and only taking a meeting. So not doing other things while I'm in the meeting. <laughs> I'm so bad at that. Yeah, I am bad at that too. But when I do only do the meeting, I'm get a lot more out of it than when I'm multitasking. Um, Another thing that really helps me is notification management. So I have trained my organization (laughs) to to know that I'm only going to respond at certain times of the day. And that allows me to put my stuff on do not disturb for a large part of the day. Okay. And that helps me one manage manage things easier organize things waste less time because of task task switching task switching and batching all of my communications for the most part hmm. all right how do you how do you know if you were present like is it something you just know or do you feel it I don't know. The, I don't know. The residual effects are definitely, you could, you could shed some light on this too. Do you think you have some sort of marker? I just feel fresher. I feel like I didn't waste my energy. It feels well spent. 
I didn't feel distracted. I feel like I come away from it feeling better. For me, I like feeling present isn't really a feeling. Mm-hmm. It's more of like a lack of a bad feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, or not necessarily even a bad feeling, just a lack of um, distraction maybe. Like just the, the dude inside my head shuts the fuck up yes. sometimes. Yes. And, and that's sometimes, you, I guess you're right, you don't even really notice it. I, I, again, it's like, I don't notice until I'm done being present. <laughs> but most of the time for me, it's the opposite. Like, I don't notice that that guy's even talking in my head until uh, he shuts up. And then I notice like, oh, he's not talking now. That's really nice. <laughs> but that's kind of you're like, okay. Because you're talking to yourself at that point. Sorry about that. <laughs> you're good. It's my um, mom. I love you, mom. <laughs> yeah. So... But I'm aware of that thought. It, it's not a sub. It's not an unconscious talking. Okay. Like I I okay. recognize that I just said that in my head. Got it. As opposed to just like constantly having conversations just with like invisible stream. people. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. I I haven't been asked that question before, so I'm kind of struggling to know what I'm talking about. <laughs> okay. As with everything. Do you have any other other practices to help people be present? I think that was it. I just wanted to give like a really simple steps to kind of, if you're trying to be intentionally present, help get you there. Okay. So I'm, go outside and focus on your senses. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Cool. Well, where, uh, where am I? Or it doesn't have to be outside. It's just, I like to do it outside. Uh, what do I see? What colors do I notice? What do I smell? What does it sound? What does it taste like? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a bunch of people like licking the air after this episode. <laughs> All right. That's it. Cool. All I right. I think that was useful. All right, cool. Well, thanks for being here. Um, appreciate you. I appreciate for, you too. Yeah, for joining. Thanks for doing this with me. Of course. Um, and thanks for tuning in. Um, where can they find us? We are on Twitter and Instagram at Living Every Now. Our website is com, And we have a Discord, which may or may not uh, be in the link in the bio or it is in the link down yeah, below yeah. i don't know where it takes you does well, it not i mean i haven't tested it i assume it takes you to Discord, okay. but what's, what's, i, I what's, don't what's, think anyone's actually joined our discord <laughs> <laughs> we've said it after every episode i don't think we've gotten any discord that's, like, that's, followers. Actually, that's actually just, true that's actually true watch out for the rebrand though coming in hot <laughs> coming in hot <laughs> all right peace out bye <laughs>